You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you the solution i came up with is there's this device called power over ethernet yeah adapter and so you can actually take your internet signal and convert it into and use the electrical wires in your house to extend it. Oh, Ooh. That's yeah. Fancy. And so I've and never I, heard put of little, this. I put a little hotspot next to the Peloton. And so now oh. they have no trouble getting connected. It's just it's, it's online right away. And the classes look great because I, I noticed the quality wasn't as good as well. And I, I think that the issue there is the distance from the router. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 153. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. So, I was going to say it's been a busy week, but it hasn't. Well. I mean, there's nowhere to go or anything to do. Well, we've got lots going on. We have lots to talk about. Yeah. But there's not like the go, go, go. No, it's, I think we have a different routine kind of established now. And so we're not leaving every five minutes, but we're starting to kind of build other things in on a regular basis. Yes. So I think uh, I think it feels kind of back to our normal, like busyness level. It'll that, be interesting to see what it feels like whenever we start doing. It will. I think things. I think a lot of people have talked about the fact that this is a good opportunity to kind of as you bring things back into your life to really take a look at. Do you need them? Right. And I, I think that's true. So let me just cut to the chase. Do I make the cut? Well, of course you do. (laughs) Of course you do. Okay, good to know. So uh, what do you have in store for people this week? Well, we're going to talk about uh, all kinds of things. The Peloton instructors are now teaching from home. What does that mean? We have an interview that happened with a delivery worker who has continued for that works for Peloton and has been continuing to deliver bikes. We're going to talk about. That's not our interview. It's an article that we're going to talk about that made it sound like it was our interview. Oh, gotcha. So I was just clarifying. Wish. Uh, Yeah, basically tons of news articles about all kinds of things, things that are going on with Peloton. We've got stock news. We've got 
more drama with the whole Peloton lawsuit deal okay. that we have to talk through and explain. And uh, there's some, we got some Peloton romance to talk oh. about. I know. And uh, then a whole bunch of things that the instructors are up to these days, as well as a, uh, we also have a uh, celebrity sighting for Peloton. Awesome. So. Well, good to know. I guess before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts where you can go rate, review, subscribe. And while you're there or wherever you're getting your podcast, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode or follow. Some call it follow. Mm -hmm. That's what Spotify calls it. That's true. And of course, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. And it's a great way to stay up to date throughout with things throughout the week or when we schedule a Zoom call, Mm -hmm. let's say Mm -hmm. uh, you will be able to, you know, just have that populate in your little Facebook feed. And of course, you can leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. We have a new review. Yay. This is from Katie Lala. Katie Lala. She says, I look forward to the clip out each week to get my Peloton nerd on with Crystal and Tom. Yes. It makes my commute fly by and I always learn new and interesting tidbit about this awesome community. I wonder if Katie's still listening to us. I don't know. Because she said she listens during her commute. Oh, that's true. Or she might be commuteless. And she left this review on my birthday. Aww. So that was nice. Aww. So, uh, yeah. So also, don't forget, we have a newsletter. It goes out every week with all sorts of valuable information and all the show links and things like that gets delivered straight to your inbox. And you can sign up for that at our website at theclipout.com. So uh, I guess that's all of that. Let's, uh, let's dig in, shall we? It's time for News of the Paladin. Live classes have returned. Yes, in a little bit different form and fashion. Well, sure. Yeah, because everything's different these days. So starting on April 22nd, which is today, we had our first live classes from home. Robin Arzon taught the very first one on the bike. Right after that, there was a class on the tread, and uh, then Aditi Shah did meditation. So I, I hopped on the bike class, and I wanted to see for myself what that was like. I got to say, it was pretty darn good. Was it? Yeah. I mean, I didn't realize how much I had missed riding with other people that were live at the exact same time. There were 25,000 people on, so I'm not the only one that missed it. And uh, I had so many high fives, I could not keep up. (laughs) Like They were rolling in. I was riding with over 300 people that I follow. Wow. I mean, it was it was wonderfully insane. And uh, it was a good message. You know, Uh, at one point, Robin said she was like, you know, um, do you forgive yourself for not doing everything? Do you forgive yourself for, you know, not being able to do all the things? And then she said that when we zoom out and we look at this point in our lives, you know, it's this is going to be a story that we're all going to remember and that whatever you're doing, you're doing enough. So be easy on yourself yeah. because everybody's going through different things. And I thought it was a good message. It was a message I can always hear. Yeah. But that was that was great. <laughs> great to hear. So how much advance notice did they give people? Was it just like we're doing a live ride in 10, 1, 2, 3, go? Or? It was usually, you know how, um, well, you don't know because you no. don't take class. But typically they have like a pre-production period, which is about two to three minutes before they go live. Mm-hmm. Uh, and none of that occurred. It was just like, okay, we're starting. 
And, uh, you know, she did her countdown. No, I mean, how much advance notice did they give for people in terms of saying we live rides are coming back? And, and, they, and they, here's here's when your first one will be. So the official notice went out the day before. So okay. it went out on Tuesday saying starting tomorrow we're gotcha. doing new classes. So people had about 24 hours to, to put it into their schedule. Yeah, gotcha. I, I really think that uh, these classes are going to continue to be packed. Um, and right now, uh, so there's an article that The Verge came out with. To talk about this too They talked about the fact that uh, Right now it's going to be focused on the morning Classes but Peloton Expects to resume Having more classes That you would expect to see like their Evening primetime classes as As this kind of adjusts so in the coming Weeks there will be more classes added So right now I mean this will probably Change before people are able to hear This episode but if you look at the schedule today They only have classes scheduled Out through Friday after that it's blank I'm sorry through Sunday Um, So my guess is that The the following week Might have some more options on it I think They're kind of almost doing a pilot test To see how this all goes and they probably have to put Even if someone has a bike they probably still have to put Other equipment in their house that interfaces With their system so like They're probably still trying to get more instructors set up I, I think that's true um, And and also I, I I just have to say You know I know that there were so many of you Out there just begging for this To happen so it's there But um, let me just tell you that There are also a huge contingent Of people that have to bitch About something so They uh, did not feel that the Music was perfect today and it wasn't Like yeah. just to be clear it wasn't during Robin's Ride it was up and down sometimes it was really Loud sometimes it was pretty quiet I did not take the uh, running class, although I expect to take a class tomorrow morning. But my understanding is that on, on Beck's class this morning that you could barely hear the volume. Like gotcha. it was it was pretty bad. Some people couldn't hear it at all. Like it was just her dancing and playing air guitar without music. Yeah, I heard at one point the volume was so low that uh, they couldn't get sued for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So, um. You know, I think there's going to be a little bit of trial and error here while they kind of get all the kinks worked out and people need to give them a second. Yeah, (laughs) like they're they're literally reinventing the wheel like you got to you got to give them a little little room to breathe there. Uh, I mean, most people were supportive, you know, I but you know how it is the loudest. The complainers are always the one that everybody sees and it's the one. That gets the most attention yeah. and and from Peloton too I'm sure they're going to be Looking at those comments and Personally if they're listening I just want Them to know I thought they did a great job and You know you're doing the best with What you have right and Just you know keep doing that And all of you people who complain Yeah <laughs> Knock it off they don't Listen to this anyway who are we joking who are can, we kidding Can we quote you on that club up crystal Says right <laughs> Yep, that's my official quote. We hear that a lot around here. I think that might be the first one on the podcast, but we hear a lot around here. If you could see the look I'm getting. Moving right along. If I had my phone down here, I would take a picture of it so I could share with you. So anyway. So anyway, just to recap, meh. <laughs> there was uh, an interesting article or news piece where they interviewed someone who is delivering Pelotons during this trying time. Yeah, yeah. 
And what did they have to say? So it was uh, they they kept his name in Eric Fisterer. Uh, hopefully, I am saying that correctly. And Eric. I feel bad for your high school and middle school days. Right. So uh, he talks about how it's been very busy, and he said that it feels like a catch twenty two because you know all the powers that be, the experts are telling people to not go out, but you know he's had to go out more than ever because it's so busy. Right. He said before they were going in, interacting with people for like an hour, setting them up, making sure they were comfortable. He said now they're assembling it in their van. They're dropping it off on the porch or the garage. They go in the first doorway, but they're not allowed more than five feet in the home. And that it really changes the dynamic. And so he talks about how also that's, you know, just in general, it's changing things about his life. You know, he's not able to really see his family. At Easter, for example, he kept away from the rest of his family. He ate separately mm. than everybody else um, because his dad was there and he's older and so at risk. And he didn't right. since he's out in public, he didn't want to put him in any kind of danger. So can't give his parents a hug, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. He said that he's getting a lot of positive feedback. He said somebody stopped him on the street and just said, you know, thank you for still doing this. We're oh, wow. getting a lot of joy out of your products. And he said that people have been sending Venmo instead of tips. He said that. Because they still want to make sure that they get tipped. Right. And so instead of handing them money, that's, right. that's how they're choosing to do it. He said they had somebody that actually stood far away from them and like tossed some tip money on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it was weird, but I appreciated it. But I put it in my G-string. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I thought that was a really good read. It's kind of nice to hear from, you know, the average everyday worker who yeah. has to continue to go out and deliver for all of us and you know, if you're out there listening, we appreciate you. Absolutely. I was uh, I'm glad that they talked about the tipping aspect because I was wondering, like, if they were still getting tipped or if people were using that as, a, as just an excuse, a, like, oh, I didn't interact with them. And what are you going to do? So I'm, I'm glad that people are still taking care of them. I am, too. Especially they when they're delivering in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, because like when we get groceries delivered, I've been heaping on quite a hefty tip for yeah. people because i feel like they are yes they're out there literally <laughs> risking their lives so yeah. that's the very least that i can do absolutely so uh, peloton has announced their third quarter financials or when they'll be announced yes yes so it's official it will be the week after homecoming so you're going to see those financials come out on may 6th and uh officially they will do their call may 6th at 5 p.m eastern so you know i'll be listening <laughs> uh, i believe that is again on a wednesday so we'll be able to get all the details just in time for us to record that night. Well, that was nice of them. I know, right? Yeah. They usually do big announcements on Thursdays or Fridays. So it was really good of them to go ahead and schedule it when we record. So Thanks my, a lot, Peloton. My, my prediction is this will be the last time they do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we need to start stop calling it homecoming and start calling it homestaying. Homestaying. <laughs> it's the Peloton staycation. Yeah. This year. Yeah. It'll be back to normal next year. Yes. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm just assuming. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and make it so. People yeah. say that if you just say things, you can kind of will it into existence. Exactly. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to will something into existence, too. What? Chicken oh, tenders? It, no, it's no, it's dirty. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was either food or dirty. I yeah. wasn't sure where you were going with that one. <laughs> the chicken tenders are easy to come by. <laughs> so, uh... While we're talking about financial stuff, NBC Universal, which owns a large stake of Peloton, now owns less of a large stake in yeah. Peloton. 
Yes, they sold uh, half of their their stake. So they sold $178 million worth of Peloton this week. I mean, I, I think that says a lot about how good Peloton is doing because it's up enough that it's made money. So they thought it was a good time to do that. Is that what that means? I don't always I don't, know how to read into that. I, it's also they've been an investor for a really long time. Right. So they had they had early shares and all that good stuff. Totally. So I, I think that they made money because it, they had early shares. They got they had some of those options long before it was public. And so I'm pretty sure that's the real reason. Yeah. But, you know, we're not financial advisors, so I could be totally wrong about all of that. Totally. Like, I would think that they would want to maintain a, a good chunk of the company since it's doing well. So that's why I was like, I don't really know how to read that. Plus, but at the same time, yeah, they have those early shares. It's up. Get some liquidity, especially in these uncertain times. Like, uh, yeah, I, nobody seems panicked about it. No, the experts not at don't all. seem panicked about it. Not so at all. I, it must be OK. Yeah, I would agree. This week, the uh, stock market analysts are very down about Peloton. So, ah. you know, whatevs. Goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're very fickle. They are. It's funny that people can be down on Peloton during all this. I know. We're shifting into our next story, 24-Hour <laughs> Fitness. Right. Yeah, 24-Hour Fitness is now weighing bankruptcy. Uh, they're not sure what they're going to do. They're just kind of looking at all of their options. But given the state of the economy, given the state of everybody being at home, they, they just might have to bite pa- the bullet. Pack it in. Mm-hmm. So do, does it say, like, does this is this the bankruptcy of, like, restructuring or a bankruptcy of, like, we're done here? They did not say either way. Um, they're saying that it could be out in the next couple of months and that they the chain has a heavy debt load. And so they've closed all 400 of their clubs. Yeah, they have an $837 million term loan. And it's maturing in March of 2022. And they have $500 million in secured notes maturing in t- June of 2022. So that's not good. That sounds like a lot. Yeah. They have $1.5 billion in sales in 2019 and less than $1 million in cash. <laughs> less than $1 million in cash? According to Moody's. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, you know, if, if I was the bankruptcy judge and they wanted to come to me... To cancel their debt like that you know what i would tell them what i would tell them that they have to send me a letter via certified mail not more than 30 days but not less than 20 days it has (laughs) to arrive on a thursday but not the first or third thursday (laughs) between the hours of yes (laughs) how do you like it now bitches (laughs) sorry you're not bankrupt gotta keep paying yeah, so uh, as I read through the rest of this, it looks like it would be it would be the one that closes everything. But they also said that that this was something that they're looking at. It is far from a done deal. So I think it could go either way is what it sounds like. They might be able to figure out some things to to keep moving forward. I don't know. And also, I think it depends on what happens with the are we able to open things back up? I mean, right. despite the experts saying that we should not, there's a lot of places that are opening. And so, you know, everything with this whole situation is evolving so quickly. Right. We might have a completely different story here next week. That is totally true. And here's an idea. Just throwing out ideas, just blue sky and no bad ideas in a, in a brainstorm. Right. Okay. Just a way to save a little bit of money. Yeah. 22 hour fitness. <laughs> You think that would do it? Think of the savings. (laughs) 22-hour fitness. 
I'm sure that would save a lot. I think we should trademark that right now. 22 hour fitness. 22 hour fitness. <laughs> Six days a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Rodney Dangerfield movie. I think it's Easy Money where he goes to the to the liquor store. It's 24 hours and they're closed. And he's like, hey, I thought you said you were open 24 hours. And the guy's like, not in a row. <laughs> <laughs> So we talked about Echelon uh, last week and their VR optics lawsuit. Yeah, I I don't remember talking about it last week, but apparently we did. If but for a quick recap, regardless yeah, of yeah, whether or not totally. you, you we said it or we didn't, the bottom line is that Eric Villancy, the same guy who like had all the drama with Peloton and bought and sold and then went and sued them. Well, now he made a deal with Echelon to use the same patent. And so the the reason that's important is because that is a very clear indicator of why Peloton looks so similar to Echelon. But now he is in the news again, this Eric Val- Valency guy. And this time for a, a good thing, I guess. Yeah, I mean... Unless he stole it from somebody this time, yeah, too. That, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's just it. You know, that's just it. I am not convinced that this is this is a true thing that he did. But... In theory, uh, he came up with this new way that you can spot fevers in people so they can put these scanners up and uh, you walk through and it can instantly be able to tell if you're you have a fever, therefore not infecting the rest of your workforce. And there's places in New York that are already using this technology. That would be pretty cool. I know that like uh, like theme parks and stuff were looking for things like this so they can try and. Weed yeah. out people with fevers And I believe they're going to try to start using them in like Meat packing places and factories And things like that For the same reason Not necessarily his but that's what they were looking right. for That kind of technology Crazy stuff That's pretty fascinating It is And I looked it up we talked about it two weeks ago Okay I still don't remember talking about the the connection with Echelon Yeah But regardless uh, You know I would like to give the guy a pat on the back But I He's such a dirty businessman That I I don't trust that this is his idea and that he really has the rights to it. Maybe he stole it from somebody else. <laughs> yeah, like it's hard uh, not to look at it sideways. It is. Well, on a more chipper note. Yes. Peloton, love is in the air. It is. Oh, my God. I was so excited about this. I have wanted to talk about this forever, but it's not my place. Like right. It's such a personal thing. So if you haven't heard... First of all, there are so many of you out there that don't know who our UK instructors are. That blew my mind (laughs) just right out of the gate. A lot of people were like, who is this? It's Ben Aldis and Leanne Hainsby. They came out openly about their relationship on Friday. Uh, They told everybody that they've been in a relationship, which the UK group uh, has been the UK's ladies group has been all over for some time. They have been <laughs> they have been comparing photos and and the time of day and each other's tans and where they went on vacation tans. and went yeah because because if they both came back tan at the same time and all of their pictures taken like they literally showed that like you could see the shadows on the ground <laughs> at the same time. Oof. Man. Yeah, like this This reminded me of the time that the JSS tribe found Rob Lowe. They found his leaderboard name. That's yeah. what this reminded me of. <laughs> um, as I said to them, if that's true, great. But like, we really shouldn't be talking about it because what if it all goes badly? What if right. they don't want anyone to know? We don't know what that's not our place. Totally. But now that it's out in the open, we can talk about it. Absolutely. And I'm very, very excited for them. I'm pretty sure, though, that the timing 
is not a coincidence. Right. Would you agree? No, I totally agree that, you know, with everybody sheltering at home, it's <laughs> going to get if their homes are the same, it's yeah. going to get harder and harder, especially yeah. if they end up teaching classes from home as well. I wish it, they are. Um, yeah. They're on the UK group is on the schedule as well. So. So, yes, they will be teaching from home. And apparently Ben and Leanne will be teaching from the same home. <laughs> <laughs> and now we all get to know about their relationship. So good luck to them and congrats. So how has uh, Fight Camp been coming along? Fight Camp has been great. Uh, I am really getting curious about the uh, kickboxing. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to continue down the prospect path. I, I like looked ahead. There's like 20 chapters and I'm enjoying it. Right. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, you know, I have a new toy and I want to try all the different things that it has, not just one. And so I'm really getting excited to, you know, go try out the kickboxing path as you well. You want to kick some stuff. I do want to kick some stuff. I think it'd be fun. Uh, so... The trackers that go in the wraps around your wrist as you as you punch, you just get such a satisfaction watching the numbers go up right. as you punch. And, and it just feels good to punch things. So, <laughs> man, those workouts are wonderfully tough. Like I say that in a good way. It's just so you just feel so accomplished at the end of it. If you like workouts that leave you sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> You should try fight camp. And this is right up your dark alley. <laughs> That's a fighting thing. You know? Yes. Yes. But yeah, I feel like you get sweatier than you do on the bike. Do you think more than the bike? I think so. I mean, there are. I mean, I think there are some times you come off the bike where you're that sweaty, but I feel like you're consistently more sweaty with fight camp, maybe because it's newer to you and your body yeah, hasn't adapted as much, but be. I feel like at the moment anyway, you get consistently sweatier. Well, and it's an all over body exercise, you know, the the bike or even running. Well, running, I feel like I get pretty sweaty too, but um, compared to the bike, you know, you're sitting a lot and even when you come out of the saddle, it's different. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's interesting. I'll have to kind of check that out. Hmm. Oh, just, I mean, yeah, if you were any sweatier, you'd be... An, puddle. Ex- an extra and cool hand Luke. <laughs> They're very sweaty in that. Well, movie. I, I really love it. I love that it's so easy to use. I love that it was easy to put together. I love that it could be shipped to us and we didn't have to wait for it to be installed because we all know I'm not the most patient person in the world. <laughs> uh, and it's easy. Yeah, it's a great choice, especially right now. Like you said, you don't have to have it installed. So you just assemble it yourself and it's really pretty simple. And, you know, if you're worried about someone else coming in your home or moving something within your home to other places or like, you know, like this is this is a good way to go. Yeah. And I will also say there's been lots of people that have said to me, you know, oh, they would love to get a tonal, but they can't afford it. This is a lot more affordable from, you know, a standpoint. And it's something that still works your body you still get a lot of strength and you're getting cardio. So it's a really good all over body workout. So it might be it might be good, especially for couples where maybe one of them doesn't want to do one of the different exercises might be a good option. That's a good point. Yeah, they can split it up. Yeah. Without breaking breaking the bank. Exactly. So uh, if you want to check it out, uh, you can go to joinfightcamp.com. And if you do buy one, make sure that you choose the clip out in the survey at the end of your purchase. So I don't even know how to say this website's name. It doesn't matter. Oda Kukart? <laughs> sure. She hosts the Today Show, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you mean Hoda? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> this isn't even spelled close to that. It's o- O-T-A-K-U-K-A-R-T. I don't know. I found it on John Mills' page. Blame yes. him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they had some thoughts about uh, the 
long bandied about Peloton rower. They did. Uh, they said that tonic fitness technology was acquired by Peloton in October of 2019, which I think we all knew if you listen here. But it has also been granted a patent for an indoor rower. Uh, it says that the company plans to get this offer two more affordable treadmills sometime in 2020. Not one, two. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, no official pricing information. And it doesn't say anything else about it other than that's I mean, that's really all you get out of it. So we know the rowers coming in 2020, but we don't know any other details. Um, they're saying that. They expect the pricing for the rower to be around $1,000 just to be in line with things like the Concept 2. And uh, I think that was pretty much it for the new information here. Well, that's interesting on the pricing. I agree. I mean, it makes sense. Like, you know, since there's already some rowers out there that are connected, you couldn't come in too hot. Right. You know, but also, who knows? This is Octacucart. Octacucart. <laughs> I don't know how reliable they are. So uh, Dennis Morton was on the Today Show. He was last Saturday and he did a fabulous job. Uh, he talked about how to stay fit at home and keep your energy up. And there, uh, if you are interested in that, you will be able to get the video if you subscribe to our newsletter. It'll come right to your inbox and you'll be able to watch the whole thing. And you can uh, subscribe to that at theclipout.com. Jezebel had an interesting article about someone's obsession with Peloton obstructors cardigan collection yeah so every time robin arzon goes on live on instagram i shouldn't say every time but a lot of times since the shelter in place has occurred she's been wearing cardigans okay but every time it's a different cardigan (laughs) and they're not like you got a mccall's cardigan gotcha so and i i mean that they're very good quality right and they are not inexpensive and so if you're a person who likes cardigans i understand how this lady is like really uh excited about her collection (laughs) because like i mean they are not cheap these sweaters and so when you see a new one they're just endless like every time like if you look at her instagram all of the pages that she had they're different sweaters every time like me and hoodies it is like you and hoodies (laughs) and i can't help but wonder if like you she has a pair of shoes to match each of the different hoodies i don't have one pair per hoodie no but per hoodie color well yeah (laughs) that's tom's idea of dressing up (laughs) y'all oh do i gotta dress up let me get shoes that match this hoodie (laughs) want to talk about workout clothes yeah that's what i thought (laughs) and then uh there was also an interesting article about from pr news online about how peloton prepared this person to be a pr pro Yeah. And basically, you know, all those times that that we are in a class and we're being taught endurance, that would be this moment that this person is talking about. Like the things you learn from athleticism, like endurance, like telling your brain to shut up when you want to stop being uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. It relates to a lot of other things, work being one of those things. And I thought it was a good article because it's true. I mean, that that is true. You you can take all of those things that you learn from the classes we take from the instructors and and apply it to different areas of your life. One thing that bugged a lot of people is that the stock image that they used is not a Peloton. <laughs> that's yeah. Yes, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, Peloton blog 
this week. This one's for you, Tom. <laughs> I don't think it's for me. It is. No, I'm pretty sure they didn't reach out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because they were trying to tell you something. Ah. They uh, reached out to me and told me to make sure you saw it. The name of the article, guys, is Five Scientific Reasons Why Couples Who Sweat Together Stay Together. Are you thinking about leaving me? No. Well, then we're good. <laughs> So you don't want to have healthy competition, solidify our bond, have greater accountability and improved communication and boost our endorphins together. Oh, I'll boost your endorphins. (laughs) So if you're interested in hearing all the details about that again. About me boosting your endorphins? I don't think they want to hear about that. The scientific reasons that couples should work out together. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. (laughs) So I thought this was uh, a funny little story from Boston, or if you prefer, Baston. (laughs) We've been watching St. Elsewhere, so we know everything about Boston circa 1987. It's like, yeah, 20 years ago. Wait, 40 years ago. Yeah. I really got to stop saying 20 years from everything. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like 30. Okay. 35. Okay, well, when I say when I finished high school, you're always very quick to be like, well, that was 30 years ago. I know. So if 1980 something. I graduated high school like 35 years ago. and You just made it 40 years ago. So I'm like, slow your roll. (laughs) So when it's about your graduation. Well, because you were making mine higher. (laughs) Do you you really want me to be older? (laughs) No. Exactly. So you will always be older than me. So. In the immortal words of Dave Loggins, please come to Boston for the winter. Let's return to this article. So uh, somebody tried to do when you do those little jogging things and it tracks you and it. Uh, you beat Strava. OK. <laughs> if you say so. And you spell out things. Yes. Like chicken tenders. Yes. So she tried to spell out during her run because I guess she, was she did a marathon. She did a marathon. Because the Boston Marathon is obviously canceled. Right. And so. She was going to spell out Boston Strong. And she kind of forgot a little. She forgot the N. Oops. And it came out Boston Strong. <laughs> I can't believe she still posted it. I mean, she posted it like good naturedly. Like she she caught it. She yeah. wasn't that absent minded about it. But, right. But I would I think I'd have been too mortified. Well, but I um, guess if you ran a marathon, you want to post that. I agree. <laughs> I, I think that's a lot of it. Right. Like, OK, so you made a mistake, but you still ran 26 miles. So, you know, if anybody has a problem with that, they can take it up with with her because she could kick your butt. She can certainly outrun you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. She had a sense of humor. Absolutely. It. So we should probably talk about our Zoom call this week. We should. We've been uh, doing these, especially since people have been kind kind of stuck at home. Yep. Uh, just to kind of interact and help people. Uh, I know people get a little stir crazy. You can't hang out with your friends. And so we thought this would be a good way. So they've been a lot of fun. They have been a lot of fun. And we have another one coming up on Saturday. So if you're hearing this, if you're listening on day one, it'll be tomorrow. That's right. But uh, April 27th. There we go. At 7 Central. 8 Eastern. 8 Eastern. Something Pacific and something else Mountain. <laughs> We'll just stick with those two. And if you're in that one little sliver of Indiana that doesn't do daylight savings. We don't know what to tell we you. We got no clue. We're I confused. I think it's going to be in March. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, 
but join us. It would be fun. Yes. We would, last week we did a, a little fun game of icebreaker questions and put people on the spot and it was lots of fun. Yes, it was. And we had some really great conversations with people, got real in depth about some things. Yeah. So it was really great. It was. E! Online had a little spotlight on Alex Toussaint. They did. And uh, it was really great. He was able to talk about Peloton and staying upbeat while we're all stuck at home. And uh, I thought he had some very good tips. So you guys should definitely check that out as well. And again, that'll be in your newsletter. Uh, you can sign up for that at theclipout.com. You can. And while you're at theclipout.com, mm-hmm. you can go to theclipout.com slash tonal. Mm-hmm. For one of your last remaining chances You guys are running out of time To win a free Tonal Completely free supplied by Tonal Because they think you guys are amazing And you've heard Crystal talk about it How much she loves her Tonal I absolutely adore it It is so great It's pretty sleek looking too Yeah I mean Tom thinks that And he doesn't even work out you guys It's it's a nice compliment to the Peloton Like visually It is From an aesthetic standpoint Absolutely Absolutely I love how it stays out of your way And yet whenever you need it It does all the things that you needed to do Like me (laughs) (laughs) You don't always stay out of my way (laughs) (laughs) But it's uh, I do I do absolutely love it I think it's a great Addition to everything else I'm doing I feel so much stronger and uh, My mobility is increased and Whenever I stop being in pain From my back and stop hurting myself it's Going to be even better awesome well if You want to win a tonal go to the Clipout.com slash tonal you'll Be asked a question a relatively Easy trivia question we always give you Hints on where to go find the answer we're not Trying to make it hard for you and then there's all sorts Of other things you can do to gain extra Entries into the contest so it's Super simple and You could be walking away I guess you wouldn't be walk away with a tonal It would be hard because they're hard and they're Affixed to the wall yeah if anybody's Wondering tonal is still delivering And and installing so this is Not something that you're going to win and then have to wait You know months to be able to put In yeah so so go check it out The clipout.com slash tonal So this is what it says in my notes (laughs) No don't don't nope. rat me out. I don't know his name. It's not my fault. Spider-Man guy from Avengers. <laughs> which Rob. I believe <laughs> the Spider-Man guy from Avengers is also just from Spider-Man. I just meant like the newest version because there's a lot of Spider-Man versions. So I was just saying. And to add insult to injury, you know what the first Spider-Man movie was subtitled? Homecoming. <laughs> You of all people <laughs> You of all people They were going to call it Spider-Man HRI And then the last minute <laughs> They changed it to Spider-Man Homecoming oh. So I believe you're referring to Tom Holland Yup You're in my world now I believe that you're correct I have no idea what the guy's name is I've literally only seen you've Tom been, Holland You've been seeing all the movies You haven't been taking me So it's not my fault that I don't know You don't take me to the movies So there <laughs> Because I took the kids to this There one. you go. You think that that's, you know, you want to be nice to the kids. Well, great. But now I don't know things. Well, we, we've got it on VOD. We do? Yeah. So I didn't even know. Yeah. It's in our little voodoo library. Well, I'll have to go check it out. So there. And then I'll know his name. Probably <laughs> not. Probably not. He did do a good job, though. He's really good. He's And he's a really good Spider-Man. I think he's probably, I think he's the best Spider-Man they've had. 
Well, that's that's high praise from you. Yes. So uh, he was on Jimmy Kimmel and raving about his Peloton. He was, which was the whole point of this. Yes. Not he to is, mock me. He is. Su- well, first off, the point of everything is to mock you or to tease you. Mm. But uh, he is super fit. I mean, not just as Spider-Man, but he's also he was a, a dancer. He was in Billy Elliot. Oh, what's Billy Elliot? The The musical, the Elton John musical. Oh, didn't see that either. Yeah, about a kid who wants to be a ballet dancer. It was like a small art house movie, and then they added music to it, and and it was, uh, I think, I don't know, the, I can't remember, I don't think he was in the Broadway version, I think he was on the London West End version, which okay. is their Broadway. But uh, well, you gotta be he, fit for all that, that's oh, for sure. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so that's, uh, but that's awesome. Well, thank you, Eric Goodman, for sharing that. There's a new uh, collection in the boutique. It is, and it's all about the moms. So I bought myself a Mother's Day present. <laughs> or so we're three. done. I'm good. You got your Mother's Day present. The look on your face says <laughs> that is not accurate. Correct. Okay. Uh, I better get some appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> you can just thank me for being a good stepmom. You don't even have to cover the mom. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll take care of myself with the mom. Um, but you owe me a lot with the stepmom. <laughs> uh, but if you guys are curious, they had a brand new Peloton mom tank, which immediately sold out. So it's gone. But you can go hit the email button and say, let me know when it's back in stock and if they have it out there. Uh, and then they had two Peloton necklaces. They had a Peloton ring. They had a Peloton robe. A robe. Can you that? believe it? A new sweat towel. Scrunchies. Adopt kit, all Ad- kinds of things. Adopted. Adopt kit. We've talked about Peloton so much they've adopted you. <laughs> they should. <laughs> <laughs> Can I come play in your warehouse, Jill? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I would have so much fun. <laughs> and then there's all sorts of new uh Instagram series. This is Oh, the instructors have clearly had some time on their hands and they are working on some very creative things. First of all, there is something for everybody, like whatever kind of, uh, you know, happy, serious, thoughtful. I want to let you know that Toon Days will rip your heart out it's, on it, stomp on it, and then like put it back together nicely. But like she gets real, like super real. Okay. Hers is called It's a Great Day to Have a Great Day. And um, she talks about all of the things in her life that have led to how she signs off. At the end of every Peloton ride, it's a great day to have a great day. You guys, she, she, (laughs) I don't even know how to put it into words. There has been so much that she has overcome and dealt with. I have no idea how she has such a beautiful personality that is always so happy. I mean, just, you guys have to watch, but let me just say there is, there is a lot of very serious topics that she talks about, but it's, it's good. And it's a great way to get to know the instructors. All of these are a great way to get to know the instructors. Robin has a new Instagram series called Hustlers at Home. Her very first guest was Cody Rigsby. Uh, and then Kendall's new series, Chats on the Green, because she sits on a green couch while she talks to you. Okay. Um, and then, uh, I think there's some other ones. Those are the, the main Instagram series that gotcha. I saw this week. Cool. People can keep an eye out for that. 
Absolutely. And then uh, Kristen McGee had a full meditation featured in Women's Health magazine. Yeah, I think it was the online version because they literally took her entire meditation and like you could play it. Gotcha. So that's really cool. Yeah, that's Um, hard to do in a magazine. Exactly. Uh, So I think that's just the website where it was. But um, very, very cool. What a great opportunity for her to have that featured. And I love the meditations from Peloton. They are very soothing for me. So... Check it out if you have not had a chance to. And then Matt Wilpers was interviewed by Christian Van Veld. Am I saying he, that right? You have the name right, but he interviewed. Oh, I got it backwards. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Read your notes. You Sorry. were so clear on Spider-Man guy. But, <laughs> well, well, that's in my wheelhouse. <laughs> not only movies, but nerd movies. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you might want to check that out as well. And then my, I think my favorite piece of news this week from the instructors, <laughs> you guys really need to keep an eye on Instagram, was Alex Toussaint doing a drive-by at Jen Sherman's house. She sat in her car and he sat in his car and they had the windows down and he had his dog, Cash, who was a tiny little like like a boxer looking dog. Yeah. And he was adorable. And uh, they they were just so cute together. It was a great <laughs> conversation. And apparently Jen just has random people, not random, but like she has surprise guests come by. Right. And that's one of her things she's been doing on Instagram is having surprise guests come by. And then she goes on Instagram and like chats with them a little bit. Gotcha. So I think it's great that the instructors are finding so many ways to stay creative throughout all of this craziness that we are experiencing right now. Absolutely. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? <laughs> well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink and it also makes me feel good. Like it's a great way to start the day. Uh, You know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. (laughs) (laughs) This generation's V8. Yes. I, I do. Uh, but I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink. And it can help replace your, your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health it's ag1 and that's why i've partnered with them for so long if you want to take ownership of your health it starts with ag1 try ag1 
one and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clipout. That's drinkag1.com slash clipout. Check it out. Checking in with the Peloton community. So joining us today via the magic of Skypephone is Zach Honig. Hey, Zach, how's it going? Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. We are so excited. Thank you for doing this. This is great. I am uh, so stoked that you love Peloton as much as I do. (laughs) I'm a Peloton nut. I've converted a number of my friends. My dad has a bike. My sister has a bike in her gym, but they specifically found an apartment building that had a bike. Uh, I now have friends that seek out hotels that have Pelotons. Wow, um, she's she's lucky to have a bike in her building because they stopped doing that. Yeah, and they don't they, do that anymore. They grandfathered in the buildings that already have them, but they will no longer let buildings bring them in. Oh, no way. I didn't know that. So, oh, so she yeah. can never move. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. So in my in my apartment building, because I, I live in uh, New York City, I'm doing my I'm calling this period extended work from home, but I'm doing my extended work from home from my dad's house just outside of Philadelphia. Okay. And, I'm not sure I would be here if it weren't for the fact that he has a Peloton. Um, <laughs> but I, I have a studio apartment in New York, and I have three pieces of furniture. I have a bed, I have a sofa, and I have a Peloton, <laughs> which I, I've had actually <laughs> taken conference calls on before. So I was, I well, was not willing to forgo the Peloton when I moved. I don't blame you. Yeah. I think you have all the essentials. That's what I hear. Oh, yeah. But I was trying. I was on the, the condo board in my building for a while, and I was trying to, to get us to add a couple bikes uh, to the gym. And it was just something that we kept putting off. We're like, well, you know, when, when we have some capital improved, that's something that we'll add. And I had no idea that you can't even do that anymore. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe they make exceptions for city some cities, but it didn't sound like they did because we talked about it. God, I want to say it's been like eight months ago. Yeah, it's or been so. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but there were apartment buildings that were still trying to get them. Now, your apartment building could buy a bike and then just put it in there and have everybody share it. But like to get the kind that is set up for being able to put all the different cleats on and that kind of stuff. That, uh, they don't do that anymore. OK, got it. Yeah. So I've seen that in hotel gyms, too. Now, I mean, it's it's been. It's really spread. It used to be just Western hotels, I think, that had yes. Peloton. Right. Um, yeah, because they, they actually did a deal with Peloton, but they're the only ones that did a deal with Peloton. Oh, I see. Okay. And now um, I, I was at a Grand Hyatt recently, and the Grand Hyatt had one. I stayed in a Hyatt Regency link that had one. So it's definitely, it seems to be spreading. That's fabulous. That's yeah. really good. Did you know that there's an entire Facebook group that is delegated to nothing else other than figuring out where Pelotons are in the world? No. Oh, my God. You're going to have to send that to me. I will. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. You of all people need it. (laughs) It's become so critical to my travel life. I mean, staying healthy on the road. I mean, so many people ask me how because I post pictures on on Instagram all the time of all the food that I eat on airplanes and in hotels and all around the world. And the question I probably get most often is, is how are you not 500 pounds? And what it really comes down to is just getting together and on the road workout and sticking with it. I have I use a an app on my iPhone called Abs and Core. So I, I have that workout if I don't have any equipment with me. But I definitely try whenever possible to stay at a hotel that has a Peloton, either in the gym or some Western hotels I've found actually have Pelotons in the room. If you book a Western yes. workout room, 
you can yes. ha- have a bike in your hotel room. So it, it kind of it reminds me of my my studio <laughs> apartment. <laughs> where I'm, I'm just it's staring at you. There's there's no way you can't avoid it. I don't have any off days when I'm at home, really, and certainly not in a Western workout room. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we have to start back at the beginning. How did you originally find Peloton? So a, a friend had taken me to a, a Soul Cycle class. And I first, enjoyed first off, it, but it wasn't really my vibe. I just I was uh, gonna say because friends don't take friends to Soul Cycle classes. They, <laughs> I was they just I was overwhelmed. I, yeah, and I, I'm like, this seems like a good workout. I hadn't really had a workout quite like that before, and I'm like, I really want to do something like Soul Cycle, but the actual branded Soul Cycle class. Maybe it was just because I took it in New York City, but everyone just seemed so intense. And it, I just, I didn't feel like energized in the right way. I felt out of place, I guess. Yeah. And so next we went to a Peloton class because I said, this is great. I love this workout. I just, I don't know that soul cycles for me. And so Peloton, I loved, and I love the bike. I just, I really love the instructors and the first instructor. And now that I say first instructor, I feel like you're going to ask me who it was. And I, I don't remember who it was in the class. Oh, <laughs> I think it was Christine. Maybe. Yeah. Christine Diercole. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it was a 60 minute class. Oh, but it was you great. Jumped it was, right in. Yeah, I jumped right in. <laughs> you know, it, it, and I know why I chose a 60 minute class because I, I always try and I try and maximize everything. That's kind of what we're all about at the points guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so it was the same price whether I chose a 30 minute class or a 60 minute class. And so, oh my God, I love that. I love I, that. Now I picture him like he's shopping for clothes and he's like, I'm going to get a triple XL. Right. I get more clothes. <laughs> <laughs> There's more material. I don't care that, yeah, I don't care I, that it looks like. Like David Byrne from the Talking Heads. I don't take it that far, although I have thought to myself at least, like, they should really charge less for this medium. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so, women everywhere have been saying like the skirt's only eight inches long. Why are we paying the same for a maxi skirt? You know, right? it doesn't make any sense. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and so I, I enjoyed my sixty minute class. I did feel like it was a little bit long, but I felt like I got my money's worth, so that was good. And then I just, I really, really loved going to the studio and I, I went a few more times and then I started to realize like, wow, this is going to get expensive. I like this enough, but I don't want to pay full price for a bike because, you know, once, once you factor in the delivery and tax, I think at the time it, it would have come to something like $2,400. And so what I did is I, I said, I figured there are a lot of people that were, may have been gifted bikes or bought a bike and then decided, you know, Hey, it's, it's not for me necessarily. And so I set an alert on Craigslist for uh, the price I was willing to pay, which I think was $1,400 for the New York City area. And so I started getting notifications. Every other day or so, I would get a notification of a new bike posted within my price range. And so I ended up finding one. I, I responded as quickly as I could, but I wasn't fast enough. I also made the mistake initially of, of negotiating. I'm like, oh, you know, because that's just kind of what you do on Craigslist. Uh, right. <laughs> So a couple of weeks passed and I didn't get a bike, but then one popped up that looked to be from the pictures brand new. The description said it was brand new. Just someone had bought it and they decided they, they didn't want it. They didn't. Uh, they, you know, I, I think that I adjusted my workout. I definitely had never really done a workout that rigorous before, but I mean, it's, you really sweat and, and I mean, you really burn calories and you really work hard and you feel it in a good way. But I can see how, you know, some people might not adjust to it as as quickly as I did. And so (laughs) I drove out uh, deep into Brooklyn and paid $1,400 cash and loaded it up into an Uber XL 
and brought it home. <laughs> okay, that was my next question. I was like, you drove in yeah, New York? Like, yeah, you, I got lucky. You have a, your own car? Uber, I thought it was a Chevy Suburban. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And I tipped the driver nicely, and he was very helpful in, in, in loading it and unloading it. And then I used the cart in my building to get it up. And yeah, it's a heavy bike. It I, is. I, I, I didn't it, do my research before. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that I didn't <laughs> because I'm not sure I would have figured I would have been able to do it. But I, I was on the hook at that point. I had handed over the money. The bike was mine. I think it was even going to rain soon. So like, OK, <laughs> <laughs> we got to figure this out. And so I, I got it home. And first, I, I, I actually had called in. So if you're thinking about doing this yourself, I had called in and had them change the bike registration over to, over to me just to make sure it was you know I was able to do that and then it, my friend at the time had said oh she was suspicious she thought that it, it was a fake peloton bike she said there's a lot of fakes out there like, there I, are yeah they're called oh. echelon oh. <laughs> so I'm like if how could it connect to the app though i mean i, I if it's a fake bike it's i'm not going to be able to access any of it the content because it's a proprietary right. tablet. And so I, exactly. I didn't see how that was possible. But anyway, just to be safe, I called up and had it switched over to my account. And so once that was done, I got it home. And I think I did a, a ride, you know, within an hour of, of arriving in that, that Uber XL. And I've, I've done one almost every day I've been home since. And so that was about a year and a half ago now. I can't wow. believe you did a ride when you got home because it sounds like that should have counted as your workout project. <laughs> It, 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 it would have normally, perhaps. But, so, Tom, I hear, are you not a rider yourself? <laughs> Correct. Uh-huh. So I guess that would have counted as your workout. And then Crystal could have yes. on the bike for you. Yeah, are you just hearing that story, I feel sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> so what did, did you, did, have you tried it? Have you? No. Or, He's never even sat on the bike, uh, ever. Okay. Well, good on you for doing this podcast. <laughs> how, how did it's you a very supportive husband. without actually riding because i'm married to one <laughs> <laughs> but i will say that in all the joking aside he does love the company he's come to respect absolutely them as yeah. much as i have even though he doesn't exercise <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... but it's partly because the community is so accepting of him he's like he's like a peloton adjacent like a mascot yeah <laughs> That no, that makes sense. Well, Crystal, I've heard you told me that you've done seven hundred rides, right? So that's um, that's yes, probably enough I'm for the both up. of you. Yeah, that's I'm, what I keep saying. No, I like where your head's at. No, he he needs to still get on the bike though. Don't, don't you? Don't, don't you think honey, that... honey, honey, honey? Don't fight with the guests. <laughs> don't. Like, he is our guest, and you should treat him with respect. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm just trying to be open uh-huh. about all possibilities, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking back now there, you know, there was, there was a brief period where we didn't ride. Uh, so I say we, because I have a bike, my sister has a bike in her building and my dad has a bike at home and we do try to, to do rides together. I also Aww. have a number of colleagues and friends that have bikes, but as we were all approaching a hundred rides, which miraculously happened around the same time, because my dad actually owned the bike before I did. And I had mine before my sister had access to one. But we timed it in such a way that we all were able to do our hundredth ride together in the studio in New York. And so we oh, that's that so cool. Yeah. We came to New York and my stepmom also rides and my brother in law rides as well. So 
And then my girlfriend at the time came as well. And so there were six of us all riding together. Uh, three of us were hitting that hundredth ride together in the class, but it was so great to be able to do that. But that was the, the one milestone for us. I think that I hit 250 recently. I hit 200 Ooh. and I, I didn't do anything special for that. And then I hit 250 and that kind of came and went. Are there any other big milestones to celebrate? Is, is 500 a big one, Crystal? Yeah, 500 is a big one. And so is a thousand. Like there's actually a Peloton group out there for the Peloton millennials. And it's only a few hundred people. There's probably more people than that at this point that have hit a thousand, but they may not even know the group exists because there's a thousand Peloton Facebook. Groups. Yeah, there's a lot. But uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the thousand ride is a big one. That's a huge one. I have a question for you because I've, I've noticed there are some people that get shout outs for hitting insane numbers of rides. I think I even saw a 10,000th ride once. How does that happen? What, what, the only thing that made sense to me is that people are sharing one account. But like, how, how could you possibly do that many rides since Peloton had even gotten started? Well, okay, so Laura Pug is a great example. She does not have 10,000 rides, but for a very long time, she was the longest. She had the record holder of having the most rides, and she hit 1,000 for Peloton, very first person ever. And she rides multiple rides a day. And that was back when every ride was 45 minutes. So because they used to not have 20 minute rides at all. It was all 45 minutes or longer. And so she just rode and we actually interviewed her and she told us that she would do back to back rides. Like there were times that she did three to four rides a day. Sometimes if there was a contest going on, she would do like eight rides a day. Like she doesn't have a job. She'll tell you that like she was lucky and she was able to stay home and she would like go bake something in between or do laundry in between the rides. And that's what she did. And she loved it. Now, there are people that I do suspect that are sharing accounts and I'm not going to call this person out, but there's one profile that I have seen that's that's up past 10,000 rides. And I have looked at their profile to see when they're writing and it's like 24 hours a day. So I do suspect that more than one person is riding that bike. You know, they're using that profile. So that's a little weird, but it can be done to have several thousand rides because if you ride three or four, even 20 minute rides a day, that's an hour a day. And so that's not a crazy thing. And they can add up so fast. If anybody's interested real quick, she was episode 29. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I once did three rides in a day because I did a back to back 20 minute ride. So if you go to the studio and you do 20 minute rides, it's actually two. Right. they, They do them back to back there. I got to do that once last year for homecoming. There was a Just King. They had two back-to-back ones, and it was like, and so I sat on the bike the whole time. But it was really two rides at it's, home. So and yeah, weird. it's kind of it's <laughs> it's fun to do that. You know, I really enjoyed doing it in the studio. It was it was neat. I definitely did not do as well for the second ride because we I, I was competing <laughs> against a, a colleague. We were sitting next to each other. He's a big guy, and he he was in the in the Navy for years. I knew it was a long shot. He's also got an extra probably like six inches on me. <laughs> but <laughs> but I tried so, so hard and I got really close and then I had no energy for the next ride. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I bet you, and then you, I, took, and, you gassed yourself then. <laughs> yeah. And then my sister, she's like, do you want to do one at the end of the day? And I said, sure. Yeah, why not? I, I don't think I'm ever going to do three rides in one day again. So I'll do one tonight. <laughs> and so we did. I think we did a 30 minute ride that night. But yeah, now it's for me, it's just one ride a day. And <laughs> I think you have to take it at a totally different way of looking at those multiple rides, because when people are riding back to back, they're not going all out. That's not the goal. Sometimes they're just like taking it easy. It's kind of like a leisurely bike ride with your friends. Mm, 
Well, that makes sense. Oh, that yeah. brings me to something else. I have a, a question for you. I, I've noticed that my output varies so much depending on which bike I'm using. So <laughs> yes. The bike in the studio is closest to my bike at home. Although I'm, I'm definitely, I perform better in the studio statistically. And when I'm on my dad's bike at home, I'm just like, my numbers are like off the charts. And then some hotels, it's just, it's all over the place. So, so each bike can be configured differently. I mean, everybody tries to get them as close to the same as possible, but every bike is different. And so the one thing that I really love about riding the Peloton bike on your own bike is that you're always competing against yourself consistently time after time. Right. Yeah, how, exactly. How, and so with all the traveling that you do, you're competing against different measures like that's a completely different thing what i've done is I, i've reserved the 30 minute classes for my bike at home and so that i i don't break that personal record that i have at home is actually my true pr for that bike um, that's smart that's a great way to handle that yeah i'll usually do 45s at my dad's house and then maybe i'll do a couple of 20s at hotels or 45s just because i, I actually did learn uh, i did a little research and i, I learned about the, the calibration and peloton will actually send you a calibration kit and so my my dad did do that about a year ago, and his bike has again come out of calibration, but it's not as bad as it, as it once was. I mean, he and my stepmom both were always like number one in whatever class we were doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, they have a juiced bike. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? I mean, you guys are fit, but whoa. Um, I would do, we would do workouts together, and I'm like, there's nothing I can do to get even close to dad. And so... <laughs> I, I I came and I'm like, I'm not going to say anything, but I'm going to try their bike and see where I fall when I'm riding their bike. And I, yeah, I was I was number one by a long shot. And so yeah. my guys, we I sat them down. Like, you know what? You staged an intervention. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause they, I mean, they were they were so it really motivated them, too, though. They couldn't believe it themselves, but they didn't it didn't occur to them that there might be something off with the bike. <laughs> 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 were, were you like guys you're not beating michael phelps right. <laughs> like <laughs> man all i can think is how much shit you must have gotten away with as a kid if they're oh, willing to believe <laughs> oh no that's that's not mine mom i don't that's... i don't know where that what that playboy came from I... <laughs> that, that wasn't somebody on the list snuck of that into so my we'll room on, yeah <laughs> i subscribe to boys life what? i they both have boy in the title. That's what happened. Oh okay. Who color me red? <laughs> oh, but they actually stopped riding for a little while. And they still oh, no. they, they were heartbroken. They came back to it eventually because it is, I mean, it's yeah. such a good workout, but I felt bad. You, I didn't realize at the, at the time that this would be kind of demotivating in a way, but you know what? Don't feel bad. Like this is how you felt about Santa Claus. Right. So. <laughs> Tables have turned. Not so funny now, is it, Mom and Dad? <laughs> no, exactly. Well, and it's I'm going to have to fix it again, but I've been waiting because you know they're they're starting to feel really good about their numbers. <laughs> oh, so yeah, you don't want to do this all over. You know what you should do is like send them on a weekend vacation and calibrate it while they're gone. Oh, I like that. Yeah, or like when they leave, like do it, like stair step it down. Yeah, like just don't do it all at once. <laughs> <laughs> like, Slow tweaks. Yeah. Oh, no. oh, I feel like that would be even worse. So, yeah, you know, that would. Go to the doctor. Like, the I think something's wrong. I 
I exercise more than ever, and I, I keep getting weaker. Yeah, don't do that one. <laughs> no, I, I made up for it by setting up a, a hot spot in the area where the bike is so they don't have to go so crazy every time they, they try and connect it now. So oh, that, that's nice. That's that was nice. a big challenge. I mean, I, I didn't even... It didn't even occur to me because I, I'm, I live in a studio and so I can put the bike anywhere and I'll be able to get it online. <laughs> but they had it kind of at a, too far from the router. And so it was driving the, all of us crazy, I think, each time we got connected. So the solution I came up with is there's this device called Power Over Ethernet yeah. adapter. And so you can actually take your Internet signal and convert it into and use the electrical wires in your house to extend it. Oh, yeah. And so I put a little hot spot next to the Peloton. And so now oh. they have no trouble getting connected. It's just it's gets online right away. And the classes look great because I, I noticed the quality wasn't as good as well. And I, I think that the issue there is the distance from the router. So when that it did is get, absolutely true. Yeah, we need one of these. Yeah, we because we live in the Midwest, so we don't have anything fun to do, but we have square footage. Yes, yes, square footage <laughs> makes up for the nothing fun to do. So, oh, yeah. where do you live in the in the states? We're in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, <laughs> I went to school at Mizzou. I went to University of Missouri. Oh. Yeah. Oh, how about that? I, I grew up in Jefferson City. So oh, no way. Not very far from, oh, yeah. That's so funny. So I've, <laughs> I've landed at that airport, the Jeff City Airport, a number of times. So I'm, a, I'm a private pilot as well. And so I would get rep planes in Columbia and I would do touch and goes at Jeff City. And so. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So as a private pilot, but also the points guy, <laughs> when you fly as a pilot, d- are a, you secretly I'm a like points guy? I have to clarify. We've got a, we've got a big team, so there's about a hundred of us or so. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, do you feel like oh, all these points I'm not getting when you oh, when you're the pilot? Question. Well, you know, it's, it, it wouldn't be that many considering it's a, it's a single engine plane and it doesn't go all that faster than a car. <laughs> um, <laughs> And so the, yeah, the reason I got into it, and I quickly learned that this is actually isn't allowed, but I wanted to do some aerial photography. I loved aerial photography, but it's, you know, really the only other way to do it is to, at the time, was to like charter a helicopter, which was cost prohibitive for right. a right, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It was so, before drones. And there were no drones. And so I'm like so fascinated with flying and I love to fly. And I had a internship that fell through at the last minute and it was too late to get anything else for that summer. And so I decided I'm going to get my pilot's license. And so I actually, I was able to do it in just a month because I, I went every day. It requires 40 hours. You have to have 40 hours of, of flying in order to be eligible to do your exam with the FAA instructor. And so I did it so quickly in just a month. And then I, I flew for the last couple of years of school. But it was so cool being able to just fly over the campus. I flew all my friends up and they would split the the cost with me, which really made a difference. But I did aerial photos for the Columbia Missourian, which was our community newspaper because I was in the journalism school there. That's so cool. There's a lot of flooding in, in the area. And so I got to take pictures of that. And so, yeah, didn't earn any miles. But it's funny, college <laughs> also kind of got me into the points and miles game because I, I'm from the Philadelphia area. And when I first moved to college, I, I love Columbia, but it definitely it took some time to get adjusted. And I was away from my family and my friends. And there were amazing fares on American Airlines because Southwest had just launched service between Philadelphia and St. Louis. And oh. so I was able to fly round trip. I think it was eighty nine dollars round trip. Um, what? Pretty much all the time. Um, and how long ago was this? This would have been 2004. Okay. Wow. 
Those are good numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I ended up booking tickets to go home about once a month. And then eventually I earned gold status with American. And I had also signed up for the Advantage card at the time. So that was my first credit card was the American Airlines card. <laughs> and then I, I learned that you could actually open and close them. I didn't realize there was a whole community for this, but I'm like, well, what if I get the bonus and then close it and then open it again? And so, you know how, it, especially in college, you're trying to, to save money and you, you sure. start to think outside the box a little bit. And so I had done that a handful of times, we'll say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I ended up having enough miles to visit. I never did study abroad. And that's probably my biggest regret in college. But I did have enough miles to visit a whole bunch of my friends that were studying abroad. Well, if it um, makes you feel any better, I didn't do very well with broads in college either. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 was like, well, I was not expecting that one <laughs> that's that's a gift of Tom. <laughs> i'll finish my story <laughs> and then i i uh i even got to fly business class once oh wow nice. credit cards and so Especially i, I became kind of like the points guy uh, among my friends it was pre-tpg and so Brian, who had started the site, he started this, I think it was 2010. You know, we didn't even have TPG as a resource at that point. I'm sure there were forums, uh, groups on Facebook. Actually, I'm not even sure if there were Facebook groups. I'm trying to, this is a while ago. Um, yeah, probably bulletin boards and something. I'm yeah, sure there's yeah. some community, but I shared it with my friends. And so a bunch of my friends were doing the same thing and they, they were getting that city advantage card a few times. And so that's really how I got started. My friends got started and that led me to eventually, this is now my fifth year at the points guy. Wow. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah. So yeah. So Tom, my lesson from everything that he just said is that we need to travel more to be <laughs> able to, to, we could get gold status. We could be going to New York once a week, once a month. Get, that's... A, get a job with more PTO. <laughs> like, I'm not the problem. My job, I can pretty much come and go as I please. So one thing I realized pretty early on, too, is that because PTO has always been very important to me. We're fairly flexible at, at the points guy, but as you would expect, given that everyone on the team loves to travel. Sure. Uh, but um, at other jobs, once you kind of finish the salary negotiation, if there is an opportunity for that, then you ask for extra vacation days. And so I, I've actually done that at every job, and I've always been able to add at least five vacation days. PTO days just just by asking because I mean at the time of the negotiation I mean they don't it doesn't really cost the company anything like ultimately it does right. but it's kind of easy for them to throw in just to kind of seal the deal and so I've been able to add PTO which has been really important because I mean I love to work and I always love my teams but for me it's just so important to get out there and just see the world do you guys get to, to take many trips we try to like we actually should be in Mexico right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> but we had to cancel because we now live in the Old Testament. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so we would have been in Mexico, and then we're supposed to go to Hawaii in May. So doesn't who, look great. Who knows what that's no. going to be like? That's yeah. not so, but we. Good, re I'm sorry to say. Yeah, yeah, we rebooked our Mexico thing for. August. Like the end of August. So we're hoping. Yeah, we try to then. do. So we have kids. So we take the kids with us on one trip and then we usually do a trip by ourselves. And then we usually do weekend trips in addition to that. And we, we go to New York at least once a year. But that was 
canceled. Right. Because we go for the big Peloton <laughs> homecoming event. And yeah. so yeah. that went away. Oh. So I, our, is, our, was that organized by Peloton? Oh, yes. yes. Do yeah. you not know about this? Because I, I can tell you all about it. Okay. So every year, Peloton. So this started with the actual members back. The very first one was organized by the members. And they all went to New York and they called it the Home Rider Invasion. And they went to New York for a weekend and did nothing but ride rides all weekend long because that's all that Peloton had back then was just the bike. Then the next year, Peloton was like, that was a lot of fun. We should invite people back. And so they had a small gathering the next year. And then the year after that was the first one that Tom and I went to. And it was pretty big. It was like a thousand people at that point. And then the next year, they upped it to 3,000 people. And this year, it was going to be 3,000 people again. So it's crazy that everybody comes in for a weekend and ride together and run together. They had a community run last year that they were planning to do this year again. And and then all the instructors do talks and they line up like you're at Disney World so you can meet yeah. them all. It's great. <laughs> I tell I always describe it as, as like uh, Wizard World for Peloton. Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh, that's, yeah. that's so cool. OK, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, it's the first weekend in May every year except this one. <laughs> okay. uh, well, maybe they'll reschedule it. Who knows? I know that they have that new studio. I, yes. I did some classes, uh, some final classes at 23rd Street. Not physically, but the instructors kept talking about how this was their last class of 23rd. Yes. And so I've seen them. I think it's in Hudson Yards, the new studio. Is yep. that right? That is right. That okay. Is right. And they just started broadcasting classes from there yesterday, as a matter of fact. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm guessing there there aren't any uh, attendees. There's no in-person. In, what do you call them in, when you go in, in person? In-class rider? Yeah, yeah. Studio in class rider. Studio riders. Studio riders. Yep. They have closed the studio and they've also reduced the amount of live rides so that they have the least amount of traffic passing each other as possible. So right now they're doing like four to five classes a day between the different disciplines. So. Oh, got it. Okay. No, that makes sense. And so you you recently added a, a tread, right? And so that's the that's the yes. Peloton treadmill. Yes. How do you balance out bike versus treadmill? And and you know, do you just kind of crave a, a treadmill ride at, at uh, run? I guess a run. Yeah, I've, you know, I, I've seen it in commercials, but I've never seen one in person. Oh my god, you have got to go see it. It is absolutely gorgeous. Like you have to just visit it. You have to look at <laughs> it. Because the screen is so massive that you feel like you're there in the studio when you're running on the tread. And it the slats are like a Woodway treadmill, which is super expensive. So they have these rubber slats that you run on and okay. the impact is on your knees and your ankles is so much better. Because I had never run before in my life, like ever more than a mile. And as I got into the Peloton community, I met lots of crazy people who convinced me to do a half marathon in Atlantic <laughs> City. And so I was training all outdoors because I didn't have a treadmill. So I had no choice but to train outdoors. And so I did that. And then they released the treadmill after I had trained for the half marathon. And it's made a huge world of difference. I mean, I actually love running and more than I ever thought I could because I hated running. If you would have told me three years ago that I would be running now, I would have laughed at you because it's just not a thing. And I absolutely love it. So I tend to run now more than I bike. And it's kind of weird that that's happened. Wow. So I have plantar fasciitis and it's, it can be pretty bad. And so I, I don't, that's one reason I, I really love Peloton and spin is because there's no impact. And so yeah. I used to run a bit, but I have not in years just because of the 
issues with my feet. I don't know if tread will make an, a difference on that, but I'm, I'm definitely going to go check it out at some point because I've been very curious and I've, I've heard great things. How do you balance, you know, your rides with it on the bike versus running on tread? Is it kind of yeah, 50-50? So How does it break down? I do do a lot of 50-50. So I love doing Sunday rides with Jen Sherman. She has two back-to-back. So I almost never miss those. And then throughout the week, what I'll do is like if I'm doing hit runs, I'll do like a hit run and then I'll do like a short ride on the bike or I'll do strength and then I'll do a run and I switch back and forth between the bike and the tread. So almost every time I'm doing cardio, I switch back and forth between the two. Oh, okay. Very cool. That makes sense. I'm actually, so I actually go in a few minutes because I'm, I'm going to do a ride before work. So we're recording this pretty early in the morning. I think it's what, we are. what 7.30 a.m. for you. Yes. yes. Yeah. Thank oh. you for I think being you're the, so flexible. You're the earliest one we've ever recorded. Really? That, so. No, thank yes. you. No, I appreciate it. So I'm actually during uh, the outbreak, I am helping out with childcare because my father's a physician and my stepmom is a PA and they both are kind of needed, needed. on yeah. the front lines right now. And so I have a five-year-old half-brother and an eight-year-old half-sister. And so while I'm working for TPG, I'm also keeping an eye on them. Um, and so I get a little bit of a break in, in the morning before everybody goes to work. And so that's the early call time. I, I really appreciate you making that work. But um, oh, no yeah, I love riding with my coworkers. Um, and so yes. we actually we have a chat in Slack with all of our Peloton riders. And so <laughs> we coordinate rides together. I've gone to the studio with one of my colleagues. And so I think we, we were talking about it a little bit earlier, but we had done back to back 20 minute rides. And so I really, really pushed it with him. He's a bigger guy. He's considerably taller than me, but I, I really wanted to beat him on one of the rides. And so I pushed him so hard <laughs> with that first 20 minute ride that the, the second one, I'm just like, I'm barely pedaling. I think that was my worst ride ever. My best ride ever, immediately followed by my worst. <laughs> but, you should uh, just ride from your parents' house. Yeah. That's what you need to challenge him while you're. Well, your that's bike. that's the idea of here. They don't know about the miscalibrated bike. <laughs> okay, so real quick, since you travel so much and you have so much knowledge, do you have like single best tip for people? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess when it when it comes to booking flights, I always start looking on Google Flights, even if I'm ultimately you know expecting to use miles. I start on Google Flights because with the exception of Southwest and the States, which is not available through any OTAs, uh, which is an online travel agency, the full schedule shows up. And so that gives me an idea of what's available. So I, I have some airlines and, and routes and products memorized, but I don't know everything. And so I can start on Google Flights. I'll put my origin, which is usually New York, and the destination in, and it'll it'll show me, you know, which airlines fly at, at which times. And it's so fast. It's just like doing any other Google search. It's just it's super fast. It loads fares more quickly than any other platform I've encountered. And so I'll do that. It also helps me decide whether to just pay cash or redeem miles for a ride just based on on the cost. Obviously, right now, we're not flying right now. But, you know, if booking travel later in the year, I've seen really, really low fares. And so I, I would probably hold off on redeeming miles in those cases. But I think that's the biggest tip. The other one, I've done this often, not all the time, but certainly now, I think anyone who has to travel now or has to find their way home is just kind of clean your seat a bit. And so I would bring some Clorox wipes along and just do my best to kind of create a a little germ-free environment. Because especially uh, for domestic flights, you'll see the airline will turn an aircraft in sometimes less than an hour. And so that's not enough time to do any kind of like serious disinfecting yeah and so awesome um, 
that's another one too. It's just, I'm not a huge germaphobe, but I, I definitely, you know, I take an extra step or two just to make sure that my environment is clean on the plane as best I can, even if it's just kind of wiping things down pretty thoroughly with, you know, if, if I happen to get an upgrade and they have that little towel service. <laughs> yeah. Wiping we have no idea there. what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. So. Us commoners. Yeah. <laughs> We're happy to have a cushion. Oh, well, no, you like, know what? So I, don't I, know always, if you I almost put all economy flights and yeah. um, but get upgraded all the time. Wow. Yeah. Back at uh, where we said it's just a it's just a bench. <laughs> well, it's just a bench. <laughs> yeah. We have to bring it's our own seatbelts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I know that you have to jump here. So just real quick, if you care to share it, what is your leaderboard name? Oh yeah. I was wondering LB name. I so it's it's uh Zach Honig. Oh. It's just same as everything. So just Z A C H H O N I G. That's also okay. my Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. So that's yeah. fabulous. Yes. And Thank you. Awesome. If you see me on, on a ride, please give me a high five. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, Crystal, what is what is your uh, LB name? I'm going <laughs> to follow is, you now. It is Clip Out Crystal. Very Clip easy. Out Crystal. All right. We are going to be Peloton friends. Woo! Love it. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, guys. Even though it was super early, I, re- I really appreciate it. It's oh, it's great. Thank yes. you so much. Good way to start today. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, thank All you so much. We really appreciate it. All right. Stay safe. Okay. Bye. You, you too. too. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, I guess that brings another episode to a close. Uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Very exciting. You might remember a few weeks ago, there was a an author who wrote about Robin and how Robin was powering her through the pandemic. Yes. Well, that writer will be on the clip out podcast awesome yes well that that and what is her name her name is amy wallace cool well that's what we have to look forward to until then where can people find you people can find me at facebook.com slash crystal d o'keefe they can find me on instagram or twitter on the bike and of course the tread at clip out crystal and you can find me on twitter at roger kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe you can find the show online facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there like the page join the group and of course swing by our website sign up for the newsletter at theclipout.com so that's it for this one thanks for tuning in and until next time keep peddling and running clip in, clip out.